Hey everyone, my name is Yu Yu Yuan, and in this episode, I'll be sharing my top five tips for constructing a case. Greetings, friends! Lyle Wiley here, a high school English teacher and speech and debate coach in Thermopolis, Wyoming, and your host of the One Clap Speech and Debate Podcast. Welcome to episode three of Speech Love. We're gearing up for nationals, and we're going to explore some ideas for improving debate case construction with Cheyenne East Sr. and very good friend of the podcast, UUUN. I should have more speech love goodies on the way soon. I recently interviewed Ashley Schultz and Danny Schultz, who provided some top-rate interpretive suggestions for supplemental events, and I need to share that with you as soon as possible. This is some super great content to help coaches and competitors prepare for the supplemental events at the virtual 2021 National Speech and Debate Tournament 2, so I'll be working on that. The end of the school year is coming quickly, and I hope to have more time to work on the podcast, along with a couple other projects and the works that I'm still developing. On today's episode, though, the talented UU provides some great insights and tips about case construction for debaters. This could especially be useful for students competing in debate events at the national tournament, or if they're venturing into the pro-con supplemental event challenge, or even dipping their toes into extemporaneous debate at the national tournament in June. Want to develop better debate afs and negs? Tune in because UU is on the case. Hey everyone, my name is Yu Yu Yuan, and in this episode, I'll be sharing my top five tips for constructing a case. Just a little disclosure before I begin, these tips will apply more towards public forum debate, Lincoln-Douglas debate, a little bit of congressional debate, and extemporaneous debate for those of you thinking about doing it as a supplemental event at nationals. For the first few tips, it'll apply to almost all of the debate events, including policy debate. And for the rest, I will try to specify it down to the events I listed, and hopefully it won't be too confusing. My first tip for you all is to do lots and lots of research, or as much of it as you can. At the very least, you want to know the basics of what your resolution is asking you to do, and the general information associated with the topic. This is for two reasons. First, Research helps you understand the topic better, so you have a better idea of what you want to argue. And second, you will also have an idea of what your opponent will potentially run. This can give you an edge when you're constructing your case. And what I mean by that is you can preemptively plan a case that already addresses some of the points your opponents will bring up. While research can be a lot of work, especially during the school year and along with the other activities you might be doing, it will be 100% worth it in the end. The goal you should have when researching is to know the stock or generic arguments on both sides of the topic. If you find an argument that is unique, you can choose to go down that path and find your way towards an amazing argument no one knows how to handle. However, be mindful when making that decision, because instead of leading you toward a worthwhile adventure, it might actually just lead you down a rabbit hole instead. Once you have gathered the information, it can help you make a more informed decision when choosing which arguments to put in your case. My second tip is to organize all the research you found into an outline of your case, This tip is especially helpful in not only guiding where you're going to go with the case, but also with furthering your research process too. Research is key, but without an idea of how everything connects to each other to form an argument, then it's pretty useless, especially when it comes to a debate round. That's why when you have a pretty good idea of most of the arguments on both sides, then this is where you can pick and choose the strongest arguments to run as your case. Generally speaking, 
I'll pick the arguments that I understand the best because it should help me explain that argument well. This makes the actual case construction process easier because if I have an idea of how my argument applies to the resolution, why it's important to the debate, and the negative or positive impacts it can have, then I can construct a very convincing case. Another thing to keep in mind is if you're on a time crunch and don't have very much time to research everything first, and if you're indecisive like I am, getting general information, then making an outline will guide your research process and make it much more smoother than just looking for random arguments on the internet. My third tip is to make your case story-like. And what I mean by this is to make the case sound like a story or a narrative you're trying to tell. Not like fantasy story with multiple characters and all that jazz, but a storyline that's clear and concise. Rhetorically for lay judges and more technical judges alike, it makes sense and is convincing. Usually, each contention will just follow the outline of having a tag or title of your argument, one or a couple of pieces of evidence as the warrant, and lastly, a piece of evidence as your impact. What I mean by warrant is evidence that explains how your argument connects to both the resolution and the impact that you have. This is usually why the warrant part of the case will have multiple pieces of evidence. Think of this part like the body paragraph of a formal opinion essay. The impact is the part of your case that gives your argument significance in the round. It also helps you out later on in the round with impact calculus, in which you have to compare your argument to your opponent's. However, you should also have the goal of making the case as a whole cohesive, especially if you have multiple contentions. You should also think about including analysis that will link everything together and make it sound more like a narrative. This is useful in a lot of rounds, especially in PF, LD, or even extemp debate rounds, where judges want a slower pace, but also a cohesive story. My fourth tip is after you're done constructing a case with your blood, sweat, and tears, read it out loud and time it. This is useful for a couple of reasons. First, you'll read or hear grammatical errors you can correct. And second, reading it over multiple times will help not only with how you sound when reading it, but also with the timing. I know I would hate to read a case that's either over or under time, so this helps to make sure you're using your time efficiently. Furthermore, being able to read the case efficiently, but also persuasively, which takes some practice, can make or break a round. Read it to your coaches, your partner, yourself, your teammates, your family, honestly, anyone, so they could potentially give you some feedback on how you sound or some wording of sentences too. I don't have much else to say on this point in particular because it is a final step to constructing your case and making sure everything is as perfect as can be. My last and final tip for you all is if this plan doesn't work out for you, then you can experiment as you go. It doesn't always have to follow a set or clear structure when in the process of writing a case. Just make sure the end result is something that is cohesive, logical, persuasive, and understandable. You could research as you go and experiment with what works best for you. There are multiple arguments out there for each topic and multiple ways to write and construct them too. I'm 100% confident that you'll be able to do it no matter what it takes. Thank you all for listening and see you later.
Thank you so much to Yuyu for her helpful and genius debate case construction tips. Yuyu will definitely be back to share her knowledge and insight with us soon on One Clap, and we're so thankful for her hard work to help our speech and debate community thrive. If you have an idea or a request for One Clap Speech and Debate, shoot me an email at lylewiley at gmail.com or reach out on the One Clap Speech and Debate podcast website or social media linked in the show notes. This year, maybe consider supporting One Clap Speech and Debate by checking out our Patreon page linked in the show notes too. You can partner with me on this journey for as little as $1 a month, and you can stop patronage at any time. Thanks so much to our patrons, Terry, Tina, Melissa, Brenda, Aaron, Beth, Laura, Ashley, Marcus, Blondie, and Debbie. Hey, you might want to check out One Clap merchandise as well, linked at the top of our website. We're working with Bonfire to provide merchandise via some pretty cool graphic design by my wife, Amy Wiley, who creates her designs for the podcast. Do you like One Clap Speech and Debate? Well, you can help us grow and help out other coaches and competitors, too, by telling them about the podcast and encouraging them to check out an episode or two. Be sure to watch for new episodes of One Clap, Rock On Debate, Coach Connection, Speech Love. Thank you so much for listening. Best of luck to everyone out there preparing for the National Speech and Debate Tournament. One Clap.